Blog Talk Radio.
Lord, we love you. We sing hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you and good afternoon to all of you, our listeners. Listeners, We are ex- excited to share with you on today Global Gospel. I am your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we encourage you to uh, tell your friends, your neighbors, your family members to log on with us while we are live at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Tumblr. And certainly now we are syndicated on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So you can reach us on any of those platforms. And you can also send us friend requests. We will be happy to receive your and accept your friend request. Again, this is the day that the Lord has made. And now we thank God for that opening song from um, Miranda Curtis. And we want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today. But we pray that it is a blessing to each and every one of you that something is uh, said in word, a song on today to encourage you, to uplift you, and to inspire you. And to let you know that, yes, God, he knows and he cares. If you would like to reach us out to us uh, by mail, you can reach Global Gospel at P.O. Box 5331, and that is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. If you'd like to shout us out, While we are on air, you can call us at 619-924-0800. is our number in studio. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. And we want you to know that all of our shows are archived. And so perhaps you may have missed an episode on last week or before. Uh, you can go and listen at any time. And also this show is uh, being recorded live. And if you'd like to listen to the show at the conclusion, at the 2 p.m. hour, you can go back and listen to the show in its entirety. At this time, I would like to share with you all our theme scripture. Our theme scripture here at Global Gospel is Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3, and it reads, If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. The message of the gospel today is good news to everyone. It is good news to the Jew and also to the Greek, to the rich, the poor, to the black, to the white, to the crippled, to the lame, to the sick, afflicted, to the dying and bereaved. The message is the same, that Jesus Christ lives, that he was born of a virgin, that he lived and he died for our sins, that he shed his blood for the remission of our sins, that, that he went to uh, to the grave and he uh, went to hell, but he rose victorious with all power in his hand, with victory over death, hell, and the grave. And because of Jesus Christ, because of the gospel, because of the good news, we know that the Lord is able to heal us, to deliver us, to save us and set us free to those that are bound in sin and degradation and depression and oppression. Christ is here for you 
on today. He's here. He hears your cry. He hears your call. He knows your thoughts are far off. God sits high and he looks low. And the Bible lets us know we have a high priest. He's our high priest on today who is touched by the feeling of our infirmities. God feels every hurt, every pain, every sickness. If no one else knows, the Lord knows about your condition. And we encourage you to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ on today. But not only just to believe him, but to receive him and accept him into your heart, into your life, and let him change your whole life. God is able to do all things, and that is what the gospel is. And certainly we have a way of complicating God uh, through our isms and schisms and through our denominations and through tradition and um, through uh, doctrine and through lack of education. But the message of Jesus Christ is still the same. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so today we have a lineup for you of uh, music to encourage you, to uplift you, to, to help you to reflect and meditate on the Lord. We have music and certainly we have a message that we will be sharing with uh, all of you in just a few minutes. We do want to shout out all of our listeners today, wherever you may be in the north, the south, the east, the west, in the United States here, those that are in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, uh, Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, California, uh, Michigan, Illinois, uh, wherever you are, we thank God for you, you and for you. Uh, those that are outside the continental United States, those that are in Canada, the Philippines, the United Kingdom, Spain, India, China, uh, Philip, uh, uh, Italy, uh, Bulgaria, Spain, uh, France, Netherlands, Portugal, Nigeria, Cameroon, Ghana, South Africa. We thank God for all of you. Zimbabwe, we thank God for all of you that are listening around the world and certainly God is a universal uh, Jesus Christ is universal he is uh, he's God everywhere and certainly he's God to all people and we thank him for being he's the God of all flesh is what the Bible says and so we thank God for all of you our listeners um, at this time we are going to share with all of you another uh, selection and this is something that um, we are all familiar with, and we are all familiar with uh, Psalm 23. And so uh, everyone has their uh, rendition, but this is a rendition by people in song that are like Psalm 23. Stay tuned and be blessed. Here we go. The Lord is my shepherd, everybody. Lord is my shepherd. He goes before me. He goes before me. Defender behind me. Defender behind me. I won't fear. I won't fear. I'm filled with anointing. Jesus right there. He always got me. 
is my shepherd. And certainly you can build a message or a sermon off of that. You don't even have to uh, read any further about your cup running over or him preparing a table before you in the presence of his energy. Because God's word is so full. His words are spirit and they are life. And certainly you can never get enough of God's word. You can never understand all of God's word. And certainly because God's word uh, and ways are far above our understanding. This afternoon, I want to share briefly with all of our listeners a passage of scripture found in the gospel according to St. John in chapter 9. And it re- uh, we're going to read um, verses 9 through 12. And certainly in your study time, I encourage you. And I challenge you that you should read the whole chapter of uh, John chapter 9. And it says, and it's uh, in my particular, one of my Bibles, chapter 9 is uh, divided into three different sections. And certainly we know that um, there are, always, many times there are subheadings. Uh, but it, the three sections is Jesus heals a man blind from birth. And then the next section says the Pharisees question the healing. And then the third section says the healed man's belief. So the whole chapter deals with one particular person and, well, one particular scenario or situation. And certainly time would not permit us to go through the whole chapter. But for the sake of time, we are going to read chapter um, 9. And we're going to read verses 1 through 12. And certainly we will stop there and continue perhaps at another time. Chapter 9. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind. Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seen. The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him, that he was blind, said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus, made clay, and anointed my eyes, and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam, and washed. And I went and washed, and I received sight. Then said they unto him, Where is he? He said, I know not. When Jesus comes, stay tuned. One man sat alone beside the highway begging. His eyes were blind. The light he could not see. Clutched his rags and he shivered. 
Father, we thank you today for your word. We pray that something is said on today that heals, delivers, saves, sets free, and encourages your people. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. As we read the scripture for this afternoon, John chapter 9, I thought about um, our topic for today simply says who sinned and I hope that didn't scare anyone away because we are not here to call anyone out on their sins but certainly we are here that you might be enlightened by the engrafted word of God and certainly God's word is true his promises are yea and amen his word cannot and it will not fail and you know what sometimes you know we are all human and uh, we all experience life and we experience different aspects of life and every aspect of life is not good and certainly as I thought about today and start reflecting on just the weeks uh, the events of this week in one week's time I lost a friend and co-worker I lost a former co-worker just in one week and that just doesn't even amount to all of the losses that uh, many of us have experienced in 2020 
and we know that uh, any loss is a loss, and any loss is a great loss, and certainly um, we are never pre- you can never really prepare yourself for a loss. We know that it's going to happen, and that uh, it is inevitable. But some some something about us is never really prepared to uh, deal with uh, life and uh, death. And certainly those are the, uh, the the extremities and the finality. And I don't even think that, you know, some of, as you listen to the news, uh, that this generation, we heard about several uh, people being slashed on this week, being cut, being shot, being killed. And I don't even think that people realize the finality of death. Uh, but the believer knows that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That uh, it is appointed to man once to die. And after this, the judgment. But our scripture today, Jesus heals a man blind from birth. And so we know that every time Jesus Shows up on the scene There is somewhat Of a paradox There is something challenging That takes place There is something that uh, We as the reader And the believer Or just as from a reader's perspective uh, If you read a book You're not sure what the end is going to be Unless you uh, peek to the end But uh, the truth of the matter Is we know that uh, God Always prevails That righteousness will prevail And we know that at the end When it's all over That God uh, will receive his people We know that the devil is already bound And we know that um, His uh, His final state In in the state of the uh, Sinner and the unbeliever And Satan is in uh, the lake of fire Which burns forever And certainly many of us Have made the choice and decided that we would live for Christ and that we are living to live again so that we may be with Christ in his kingdom. And so as Jesus shows up on the scene, he encounters uh, this blind man. It says, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from birth. This man was dealing with a congenital issue. And so automatically there is the setup for the paradox. This is something that this man has been dealing with. Peers that he had no choice in the matter. He didn't get his eye poked out. He didn't have an accident. He didn't uh, slowly lose his vision. He didn't have a degenerative uh, issue, but it was congenital from his birth. And certainly this is the paradox in the scene. We remember Jesus showed up with the woman at the well. Well, It was a paradox because, first of all, um, the woman was a Samaritan, and Jews and Samaritans had no dealings with each other. So Jesus showed up with this paradox to um, counteract tradition and culturalism. And so we know that when the woman was caught in the very act of adultery, and uh, they brought the woman uh, to Jesus expecting that she should be uh, stone, but Jesus, in the midst of this paradoxical situation, uh, wrote in the sand and wrote on the ground, and um, he said, "Let he that is without sin cast the first stone." Which leads me to the sin issue. There's always people trying to point out your situation, or as the older folks could say, people trying to. Spot your life and certainly uh, People who are always willing to Spot someone else's life or Bring attention to the wrongness in Someone else's life but very Rarely do you find people that Are trying to tell on themselves That are trying to uh, Skeletons out of their own Closet that are trying to uh, Reveal uh, Secret situations and Private situations But um, this man here Uh, He was blind from birth and his disciples get this Jesus disciples ask him master who did sin and some translations say rabbi and if we were to look at it uh, rabbi who sinned we would look at the rabbi as being one that is a teacher 
And so here we have the teacher and the student, or the teacher and the disciple, or Jesus and the disciple, or Jesus and the follower, or Jesus and the ones that say they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the ones that trust on the Lord Jesus Christ, the ones that study the word of Christ. Ask a question, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? So immediately because this man had a situation, they thought it was a sin issue. Now the word of God lets us know that um, we are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. So for that matter, as a universal approach, because of Adam, the fall of Adam and Eve, uh, we have all have sin in our life. The scripture says that all have sin and come short, falling short of the glory of God. But automatically they want to say, okay, his mother must have been a sinner or his father must have been a sinner for this misfortune to befall on him. But underneath this question was a issue that the disciples had uh, deeply rooted in Judaism, deeply rooted in paganism, in culture and tradition. You see, these people believed in transmigration. What does that mean? They believed that one person's soul could pass to another person's soul. And so perhaps we don't understand it that way, but it is a form or was a form of reincarnation. And certainly over here on the believer's side, over here on the Lord's side, uh, we should not be believing in paganistic things, traditional things, and culturalism. So although they are counted as disciples, they still needed Christ because they did not have a full understanding of what it was to walk with Christ and to uh, be a disciple of Christ and to be a believer. So they, according to tradition and custom, they felt like the soul of someone else had now come upon this child. Now, the Bible does say in some places that he will visit you to your third and fourth generation. And certainly we do know that um, we understand the uh, concept of generational curses. But this was not the case here. And certainly we have to understand that uh, every scenario doesn't apply to every other scenario. That when Christ meets you, he meets you on a personal level. He is not there to... Uh, Square you up with anybody else He's not there to compare you with anybody else But Christ is there for you And you only And so they said who uh, Was it his mother or his father And Jesus answered Neither have this man sinned Nor his parents That the works of God Should be made manifest in him And so today We have many situations that arise Many people are born Are born uh, handicapped. They are born uh, without limbs. They are born disfigured. They were born with uh, Down syndrome. They were born with um, many congenital issues or heart trouble, liver trouble, um, skeletal uh, trouble, trouble with their bones and their, their joints. And if you take the time sometime um, to watch um, television and watch these um, medical shows, bizarre sicknesses and diseases. There's so many diseases out there that certainly we've never even heard of. Diseases that happen in um, third world countries that perhaps we don't see here in the United States of America. But God is an awesome God. And certainly God is greater than any disease or sickness. And so right now in the land and in the world, we are facing this pandemic. We are um, facing um, with this coronavirus and people or acting if there has never been another disease, acting as if we have not read about leprosy in the Bible, acting as if we've never experienced uh, other sicknesses or diseases or cancer or AIDS or uh, diabetes or hypertension or, or renal problems or liver problems or pancreatic problems. And certainly we focus our attention in one area. And I just came to let somebody know, do not be distracted because Christ is still here on the scene. And certainly the cause of sickness is not necessarily a person's sin. 
Now, every case is different, but we can't go around or nor do we have a right to go around labeling people for why they go through their situation. We know the story of Job and Job lost everything, but the Bible said he was a perfect and upright man. He lost everything, but his friends decided that he had sin in his life. And certainly there's always people around us, family, friends, and neighbors. Scripture here talks about the neighbors were questioned about uh, this young man, about if it was really him or if it wasn't him who had received his sight. But the Bible lets us know that Christ spit on the ground and he made clay and he anointed the blind man with the clay. And certainly he told him to go wash and he washed and he was obedient to the word of God. And what do we have to do? Not only do we have to uh, listen to Christ, not only do we have to be hearers of the word, but we have to do be doers of the word. I believe that is found in uh, the book of James. But we don't want to just hear God's word, but we want to do God's word. And certainly uh, the Bible lets us know, Paul said that we are living epistles. So we want to live the word of God. When people see us, they should see Christ. They should see his word. They should see uh, his glory. The Bible says, let your light so shine before men they, that they see their good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. And we aim on today and for the rest of our lives to give God glory honor and praise and let everyone know that God came uh, to um, confront tradition. He came to uh, make you everywhere whole. God wants to heal your body, your soul, your spirit, your mind. God is a holistic God. He wants us to prosper and be in health even as our soul shall prosper. And if you're bound in culture and tradition and and um, fables and fairies and lies and deceit, you cannot prosper. But Christ is here to pull you out of all of that, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So Christ healed this man of his blindness. He had never seen before in his life. When some people were born without sight, without hearing, without smell, without taste, they have all kinds of issues. But God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. Now, don't be uh, deceived. When you receive your healing, when you receive your deliverance, when you receive your blessing, there are people that are going to be around you that your neighbors and your friends and your family and onlookers that are not going to believe it. Anyone Shake your faith. Uh, the Bible, as we would go on in the story, the Bible lets us know that the Pharisees questioned whether this man was even uh, healed or not. And then they tried to bring offense against Jesus because of tradition and say, well, he healed the man on the Sabbath, on the day of rest. But that is all tradition. We are, uh, yes, we are, uh, and we've said it around the dinner table as a quote for scripture remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. But every day, is a day of thanksgiving every day is god's day every day is the lord's day i believe it's over in timothy where the um the bible talks about uh tradition and how some people uh will eat some type of meat and not eat another type of meat and they'll esteem one day over another day but every day is god's day every day uh we should give god glory honor and praise so the question is not who sinned it's not the question is not why they sin, but the the uh, the real risk is that Christ came to do away with all sin. That He came to take on the sins of the world. Christ came to deliver us, to save us, to set us free. Christ is here for you and I on today. To those that are bound uh, uh, in tradition, to those that are blind, crippled. Lame, if you're experiencing sickness, if you're experiencing disease, if you have death in your family, uh, God, it is for God's glory that uh, others can see that, yes, you made it through, that, yes, you were um, out for the count, that, yes, you may have been lost, but because of Christ, you are found, you may have been sick, but today are you are here. Let the rich, let the poor say I'm rich because of what the Lord has done. The Lord has done great things whereof we are glad. This is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. So no matter what we go through, even if it's death, even if we lose someone, God gets the glory. 
He's too wise to make any mistakes. The Bible says to in all things, give thanks for the this is the will of God concerning us. God wants us to always praise him, always thank him. And certainly, yes, it seems hard sometimes that we should have to lose people or people will have to go through. But they that live godly will suffer persecution. And sometimes we uh, feel like um, we get stuck in uh, a prosperity message. We get stuck in uh, God is going to bless you. And and uh, yes, God does bless you. But yes, they are some hard things in life. But the truth of the matter, if we trust God, uh, certainly everything will be all right. And certainly we have to love him because he first loved us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so that's why the songwriter can say that they are and we are in love with him on today. God bless you. To give. It's the reason the Father gave his son. It's the reason the Savior gave his all for us. He gave his all for us. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you I'm in love with you I'm gonna tell the world The Father's love. The Father's love. Who can define? Who can define? Unconditional.
today, you can conquer any sickness, any uh, economic trouble, any financial trouble, any uh, spirit of oppression or depression, because God's word said it, and certainly if we believe the word, it will manifest in our life. If you believe something, it will work for you. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We talk today John chapter 9, read it in its entirety. The question was, who sinned? And certainly the real truth of the matter is that who sinned is not the uh, question for the day. But the real truth and the real uh, meat of the situation is that God's be glorified. That the works of God be manifested in the life. Of those that would believe This young man went on To believe And have his own Witness about Christ And certainly we all Ought to have our own witness And our own Testimony Uh, Job declared that my witness Is in heaven and my record Is written on high We have three witnesses In heaven and so We pray that someone today has believed on the word of God, that has believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank God for everyone that tuned in today. We thank you for all of our listeners. Uh, We thank you for all that participate to make Global Gospel what it is. Uh, We want you to continue to listen on Blog Talk Radio, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Tumblr, on Twitter, on Facebook. Wherever we are, thank you for listening. All of our shows are archived, and uh, we want you to go back and listen and visit all of our guests because we've had some phenomenal uh, preachers to share with us, some phenomenal singers, some phenomenal authors, um, some phenomenal uh, therapists, just phenomenal teachers, just men and women of God that uh, God is using in a very special and unique way And God has uh, given us all gifts And we pray that as each and every one Uses their gift to the glory and honor of God our Father uh, We are going to uh, pray today And certainly we're going to c- conclude With uh, a little bit of um, little bit of Bishop Hezekiah Walker And we've heard from uh, today We've heard from uh, Darwin Hobbs We've heard from uh, Sarah Jordan Powell uh, We've heard from uh, people in song. We've heard from a lot of people on today, Miranda Curtis. Um, uh, we just thank God for all of those that make their contribution, Christian music to Christian contemporary music to worship and praise music, because many people uh, need to hear about uh, Jesus and need to hear words of hope. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today. For your loving kindness, oh God, we thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you because this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for how you've kept us up until this time and we ask you to continue to keep us covered with your blood that you continue to stay the hand of the enemy. When the enemy comes up like a flood, we thank you, God, for lifting a standard against the enemy. We pray, God, today that you touch, heal, deliver, save, and set free those that are are bound, those that are uh, locked away, those that can't get out, those that are on their sick bed, on their hospital bed, their bed of affliction, those that are behind prison walls. God, encourage their hearts on today, encourage their mind, uh, encourage their family members and those connected to them. God, bless us in the city, bless us in the field, bless us coming in and going out. God, we thank you. We praise you for all things, God. You've done more 
than we could ever imagine. You've done exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to your power that works within us. You continue to confound the minds and baffle the minds of scientists and doctors and naysayers. And God, we thank you today again for your healing virtue. We thank you that the works of you are manifested in our life. God, somebody today is downhearted, depressed, oppressed. They have uh, the tears in their eyes, but we declare and believe on your word that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We thank you and praise you for all things that everybody that has reached and touched around the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remember on today that God wants to manifest himself in a very real way. Accept him and believe him on today. Know that as this song says, he is on your side. And meet us again next Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Global Gospel with yours truly. Reverend Lamar Townsend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To God be the glory. Come and trouble go. Long nights, me pacing the floor. Problems ever end. Where can I just find a friend? For Jesus Christ will abide.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.